the candy man and tonight you're in for a special film director appearance here coming up we got some fresh re releases here we're gonna be playing back on the air we got all sorts of different types of uh, shows coming up this week getting geared up for the comedy battle after the show raining now the sun is out people are hanging out Joe Keller Joe Keller some of that Coachella Dolores is going to be a ghost town this weekend Coachella and Burning Man this turns into a ghost town We're going to be taking calls here at 420. We're going to be giving away some candies and some tickets to a comedy show. Thank you all that who have donated. We are a member-supported radio station. Holler with a dollar. Sunk. Lightning, that is my Candyman theme. And it is. Actually ran into, ran into, actually ran into the drummer of this band a week ago and they told me they just came out with this new record. And it's a local band called Gumby's Junk. If anyone's ever heard of the band. We're about to blast a track here. Gumby's Junk, Mutiny Radio FM.
That is Gumby's Junk. Latest release. Everywhere you can find music. San Francisco art. They're the sound waves.
It's Jack Lillian through the airwaves. Saw them play at Milk Bar the other day. Very fun, very high energy. Ready for the weekend, huh? The weekend has begun. Quilters are playing tonight at the uh, the Independent. Got some film directors on the way here. Mild Universe.
Got some hell tones for you. Candy's here, 
This is the Candyman.
That is some cool jazz for you. Sitting back in the box here with some film directors. Gene Wright, Joe Morello, Paul Desmond, myself. <laughs> you guys get much into uh, force. to jazz? It was a big surprise <laughs> because of the newspaper strike. We expected to be here alone. So thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. It's been a thrill for us.
How about now? I can hear you loud. Can you oh. hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Gosh, this mild universe through the sound waves. Uh, it's a local band. I am really like radio shy, so. Uh, oh. Wow. Ugh. The film director is radio shy. Yeah, I know. Right. Um. All right, everyone, all the listeners out there, got a. Uh, <laughs> Rel and Sophia here, some uh, two film directors, and uh, I know you've been working on a lot of projects and seeing it looks really fun. And so, what is this uh, this latest thing you guys been working on? Um, well, I've been uh, behind the camera a lot lately. Um, I feel like I've been my shoulders and my back are like so muscular now that I've been holding a red camera. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, it's just more like holding that on a shoulder holster and shooting for three days um really because handheld gives you more of like a emotional feel to everything so uh i felt like this isn't the first time going handheld and for what your project mm-hmm. uh <laughs> the first time i've ever done a red cam project on my shoulders it was so heavy i was dying he came in on the last day and held it for one take and he freaked out he's like no no no, we can we need a tripod i was like i've been doing this all weekend and you can't hold it for a minute for one take he was freaking out gosh <laughs> i i know that feeling i could relate i mean i mean the tripod i mean I remember one time I was uh, filming, uh, live streaming a couple of these bands, and um, the tripod broke, and I had Ooh. to hold my freaking phone up for an hour. Oh. And I didn't realize, um, I didn't realize, I mean, it was like, I felt bad because my arm was starting to go numb. I'm just like holding this, <laughs> and I was just like, you know, the one of the performers was like <laughs> cracking a joke. I'm just like, can you just play your song? <laughs> just, like, just like, yeah, so I, I know that. So, um so what what you got how did you guys get acquainted and how this whole thing come together um film school film school film yeah. school san francisco film school that's how it happens yeah mm. we um they said that like <laughs> in in the midst of covid we mm. like uh had to create you know you know what they say when you have to um you know you become more creative when you have less yeah so this was even oh, yeah. more so i was like wow we're gonna have to create a movie with our crew members being halfway miles away from away from us how are we gonna do this and eventually when we met each other we're like wow you're a lot taller than i thought you were gonna be <laughs> you're a lot stronger than i thought you were gonna be <laughs> you're a lot crew members uh our roles changed significantly um i'm we had to do every role in every uh for our projects so we had to be a director we had to be a boom operator we had to be a dp we had to be a pa we had every project that we did we had to be a different role and funny enough, I um, that's when I figured out that I loved audio. Yeah. I love audio. I love audio. <laughs> I love Foley. Audio I can tell you like to hear. I mean, you guys sound great. You guys sound <laughs> you. great. You have a radio voice for sure. But you <laughs> yeah. said that you, I mean, yeah. you sound like you're multi-talented too. So yeah. 
This film, yeah. So this film, <laughs> that's great. You're bringing so many different dynamics to yeah, the to exactly. this film. So many elements. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I know we got one of these clips here mm-hmm. um, that I was going to play back for everyone, and uh, we're going to be posting this on the um, Muni Radio Instagram as well. Yeah. Get as many. Yeah. You know what? We had somebody call in from Thailand. Really? What? <laughs> We've got people, but you know when we're giving away. You know, candies and comedy shows. It's like, well, if you if you live in Texas, you know, the comedy shows tomorrow. Are you gonna be able to make it? I'm from Texas. <laughs> oh, are you really? Yeah, really. That makes sense. Is that where you got the ears? <laughs> <laughs> the cat ears. He. That's where I got my um, rapper name. Apparently. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is great. So, um, yeah. So I'm gonna play this track back. I know we're just gonna be doing uh, audio back, but like I said, we're gonna be doing the um, the video, posting that on Mutiny as well. Yeah. Okay. She's a radical Muslim. I am reborn. I emerge to turn my soul towards the light. The light gives me the spring of life. To sow seeds and grow, fruits flourish within me. Seeb is an island of stability in one of the more troubled areas of the world. You can rest in walled gardens, surrounded by fruits and flowers of every description, lulled by the sounds of birds and fountains, and gently sloping tiled watercourses, and catching glimpses of snow-capped mountains through the huge shading plane trees. Catch your breath as you survey the architectural perfection of the Great Square, flanked by its mosques in perfect color harmony. Somar. The sun rises on my path. The sharp light stings me, melts away my confusion, isolation, ignorance. Its warmth fills me with curiosity and ambition. My roots will be discovered. I have never been to Iran. I knew fragments about my parents' homeland and journey to America. I never asked for their stories from Iran. To experience a direct recollection of it, I finally decided to ask my mother and her sisters to take me back to this place that I never had the chance to experience. I am here for the first time to listen to this history tucked away from me until now. Samanu. My aunt, my khale, is my second mother. She gives me cheek-to-cheek wet kisses. My aunt and my cousins are the closest I've been to my roots. 
Her story exemplifies strength and power. Here she shares her many challenges after leaving Iran. What happened that forced them to leave? Sir. The health of Iran was deteriorating. Protests and revolutions echoed globally in the 70s. Hezbollah and Khomeini proved political Islam could be a governing force and the Shah's push towards westernization resulted in an unprecedented revolution. Senjed. My mother exudes a deep love for her country. Yeah. She is sad for the people of Iran and the hardships they endure. Iran realized in that moment that my mother and I share a mutual feeling. She feels like a foreigner to her own country. Serke. Wow. That is a beautiful, beautiful production. In patience, I discover clarity. Listening to each story was difficult to process. Um, it was just a lot for me to take in and reflecting on it took me even longer. Um, I didn't know how it made me feel because I didn't know that's where I came from. That's what got me to where I am right now. So just going back on that personal history was um, a big hurdle. I must go to Iran. 
my heart now calls me to return to the birthplace of my ancestors, to find a way to love and embrace it in the present. That was well, well done. What a beautiful production! Thank here. you, thank yeah. you so much. Let me, yeah, definitely want to post some of these clips. Um, so going to Iran, huh? Yeah, going to Iran. Um, it's uh, it's been a really interesting journey for myself. Um, I'm excited to go. Like, I mean, I can't believe I'm going to this like part of the world. I've been to like UK. I've been to like, you know. France and and um, we're in France. I'm Nice, and I've been to Paris, and I've that's like the farthest I've gone. I've gone to Germany too. I've been to Denmark, but Iran is like Middle East. Like no one, not a lot of people can go there. Like very few people can go there, and even even if you can, it's it's very limited on how many people can go there. And I'm excited to go. And it's going to be an extreme culture shock. I thought culture shock was from Dallas to San Francisco. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite the opposite. It's, it's going to be an extreme culture shock. So we'll see. Yeah. I mean, uh, Iran. That's on my to-do list. <laughs> Dubai. You know. Dubai, right. I heard that people speak English there. Right. Yeah. So that's like a cliffhanger for uh, round two on telling you how Iran is. I might become a fresh, you know, fob, fresh <laughs> off the boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's just so much happening right now. That's cool. You got to capture that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. It was a lot. It was emotionally a lot, and more so like growing up in America and trying to figure out this whole country like the way the West views the Middle East is like it's it's funny it's like watching how Ukraine or Russia views Ukraine you know on the news you watch the news and you're like what that's not that's not right <laughs> this is propaganda it's the same thing it's all propaganda and you're wondering is this who I am I just want to know who I am I want to know my roots I want to know the food the culture the 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 clothing um the new year what brings us together and what what was the divisive like the divisive part I guess yeah I mean that that's great I mean I feel like art is a universal language and whether it's you know you're painting a picture or telling you know making a song or a video it's just um it works kind of across the board um definitely it's been like my only outlet to express myself of like who i am and even discovering who the kind of person i am is it's, it's really hard because um, you're 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 breaking yourself down to build yourself up. You you have to break down every part of yourself, not just who you are as a person, but your background, your roots, who your you mo- who you were, 
Like, and you don't have a choice on that sometimes. You just have to accept some things. And those are hard pills to swallow for some people. And I appreciate it now. And I guess if I had to take really think about it, um, it would give me more perspective on how I would bring it to the Western culture and how it can be complemented to the Western culture. And obviously it's not working out very well because people have different opinions and views. I, I don't know. I mean, someone said, um, I mean, all you really need is 10% of people to like be interested in what you're doing. <laughs> it's just to get out there, you know, like the Beatles, the Beatles, like... They sold a billion records, but that's but like you really only need like one person to believe in you, right? And then that is gonna go where it's gonna go after that. It's gonna go up or it's gonna go down, but it's on you to decipher what that is, you know? Because like your level of success, my level of success, and her level of success is totally different. It's three different levels, you know? But it doesn't make it wrong, you know what I'm saying? So it's like that doesn't make it wrong. It's just yeah. like. It's so emotionally draining and taxing when you are trying to discover who you are that sometimes it can take away or even punch up um, certain, like, you know, groups or activists' um, activities. And in the end of the day, it's like people just want to be treated as human beings. Like, bro, like, we just want to, like, live our day-to-day life. And I come and I come to realize that in San Francisco because I came from Dallas to San Francisco and I thought that was a culture shock. And I was like, imagine if I, as an American, and my, my blood is Iranian and I'm going to go to Iran. The guys in Iran are going to check my passport. They're going to be like, you've never been here before. Like, <laughs> <laughs> who do you think you are? That's what do you think you're doing? And I'll be like, oh my god. That's pretty fun. Yeah, I didn't even find out until later, like for everyone else out there listening to and kind of just digging deep into your path or your roots and kind of where you're from. Is I didn't even know until recently that, well, I knew I had an aunt that was a nun. What? But I didn't even know, I didn't realize that she was actually in San Francisco where she became a nun in 1944. At the age of 21. Wow. I didn't realize. I mean, she was so young. That's a young nun. That's See, a, that's a, she committed. <laughs> she yeah. committed at 21? I'm so proud. Like. She's 99. 99. That's amazing. Still alive? Still. Back then? Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but it was really interesting, too, and Pam knows the story. Um, So I got the, the, the Catholic thing on that side of my... My dad's side, and then on my mom's side, my mom's dad was was Jewish. So it was like this what? weird identity crisis where identity I was crisis. never baptized and never had a bar mitzvah. So yeah. I was just kind of like non-practicing. If you're non-practicing, I don't know. It's just um. Do you ever feel like the urge to like I just need to be at a bar mitzvah? So. Uh, you know what? So all my cousins, my cousins had bar mitzvahs. You just never had one. I just never had one. Maybe it's not too late, huh? <laughs> it's not too late. We can throw you one right now, huh? <laughs> just, just like yeah, I just need a bar mitzvah going on around. Me. 
Turn it up. <laughs> yeah, let's do it, gosh. We need some bar mitzvah music right now. <laughs> I don't even know what, what I don't know. I I mean what it Yeah, I, I mean what it is in general too, it's really interesting, you know, because I, I had a friend or I have a friend I grew up with and she met she met someone on um Christian Mingle. Oh no. And um <laughs> Yeah, oh she's God. great. What is she I listening? I seen a meme about Christian Mingle. You would do well on and Christian Mingle. It, it was like, what it said? <laughs> Something about I want to put these psalms in your hands. <laughs> put these psalms in you. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> oh, man. And so... Um, they wrong for that. Yeah, so she... She, <laughs> she said you would do well in Christian Mingle. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that is. Yeah, I mean, it, I guess religion was a big thing for, for her. She didn't realize it at first. But um, I don't know. I don't know. That's you, an interesting topic, you know, to talk about. What? You, religion? Yeah. It's uh, it's all in whoever, whatever that person believes, man. Cause it, that that can go from here, there, <laughs> there, there, all over. That can go all over. There's yeah. a little sparkly Jesus in the background. See, look. <laughs> you know I feel like longest because I, I ain't religious. I'm more spiritual. I feel You're religious. Like, You're so religious. No, I don't claim religion. I read the Bible. You read the Bible. You hit me up with make, Bible verses every day. <laughs> I'm just searching for knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, uh, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, so. Can you hit me? Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm loud and clear. No, you're good. Yeah. No, I'm chilling. No, nah, but yeah. Uh, oh, so you got that Warriors shirt here. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> But no, religious religion is uh is is I don't know it's man made for sure, um, and I believe like when we all die because all of us will die one day that when we die it's not gonna be like all right it's, it's not gonna be like, all right Jews over here Buddhists over there Christian to the back to the left <laughs> yeah hey, right a, a, atheist get on get in line get in line it's not gonna be like that you know what I'm saying it's gonna be boom I feel like we all did that to like separate ourselves from you know people and from organizations and all that stuff mm-hmm. because we are all one race to be honest we're just different colors of one race you know what I'm saying yeah. I feel the same way you know? I know for me um, for me personally I don't know anyone else out there maybe it's the future of what's happening is that kind of breaking that down and uh, I know I've never actually identified being a race or a gender what? No. Really? Yeah, isn't that strange? I don't well, know. Yeah. You're not a race or a gender. Yeah, I don't know. I never identified. So you never in school, they said male or female. You never oh, <laughs> well, they did, yeah. But That's I identifying, bro. <laughs> well, I mean, like me, myself, I never. I feel like maybe I was put into a box, but. Right. But, um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I wonder if there's other people out there that's similar, similar you know? I've had people approach me on Facebook. <laughs> And be like, I'm so happy that you're like just deciding to like dive into your roots. I've like grown up in America as a third, like as a first generation American, and I've never really like understood my parents' roots either. And I'm like, why don't you? Like, why are you sitting around just like watching your parents do all the work <laughs> and actually learn un- understand the food that you're eating or understand the clothes that you're wearing or understand the holidays that you're celebrating? Instead of just like mindlessly letting it pass you by. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's so much fun. Uh, I had a an uncle, um, that was a really bad drunk, and um, <laughs> so alcoholism was a big thing in my family. So he was really drunk one day, and his wife was hanging out with this guy at this bar, and 
He said, if you're still here when you're back, I'm going to... I'm going to kill you. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, so then he uh, went back to his place, got his gun, and went back to the bar and blew this guy's head off. What? Yeah. 1952. Damn. And, would, you, um, would you mind if we made made a movie about that? Yeah. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. No, I think we should. I mean, we can. I mean, th there's just so many yeah, people coming through hard. here. Yeah, so. real good. Yeah, so you know what also happened? Like, that would be the start of the movie. Yeah. I yeah. know, that's what I'm saying. So I'm telling my like, my mom and dad, I'm like, gosh, you know, this guy's a story. Yeah. So he um, spent his whole, you know, he spent the majority of his life in prison where he became an artist. What? And he started painting all these pictures, and so there's like thousands what, of these pictures. What, what prison? He's still in prison? San Quentin. Oh, no, he's what? long gone. No, he died. Um, he passed away in 1985, September, October. Y'all still got some of his paintings? I do, yeah. Oh. Yeah, so that's what I was telling. I was like, I told my, because uh, I was raised by, you know, a bunch of cattle ranchers in the East Bay. Um, and I remember telling my grandfather, I was like, can you imagine if a cow, if you, you know, you were able to vaccinate it and do everything you need and then just put it in a copy machine and just copy it a million times? That's what this painting is. I'm <laughs> just like, this is unreal. I mean, and uh, I definitely had some crazy enlightenment. So then I had, you know, my, my, my uncle or my aunt that was my grandfather's sister was a nun and then my grandmother's brother was a murderer and then um but he's got all these pictures everywhere i don't know it's just um damn it does seem like a fun story huh oh yeah i felt like a movie to me yeah once in a while you'll go on ebay and you'll find some of these like a uh, an hour like 35 30 minute movie yeah yeah definitely like hour 54 because it said credits and all that have you ever been to the uh, vincent van gogh um exhibit yes i have not i did recently go to that and i was just mind blown i was just man this guy just i don't know we're talking about religion and and everything it's just like i don't know i feel like that art kind of just lives on forever yeah, no, definitely. Art so, I mean, to see all that just being recreated and everything that he, you know, created and being resolved. And then just like in a 3D immersive. Um, I felt like I was really on one when I went in there. <laughs> I didn't even smoke or anything. I just walked in there completely sober. And I was just like, this is that cool. I'm man. like the opposite. I'm like, how can I make this even more immersive for myself? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I am going to be playing back a local track. We're going to come back to the film. We'll play another one of your uh, clips. Sure. And um, yeah, this is Analog Dog here, Muni Radio FM.
That is Analog Dog here, Mutiny Radio FM, sitting back in the box with the Sophia and Rel. Uh, the film directors here. You got this um, this video that's coming out, which is uh, I'm sure been a lot of work. <laughs> I can't even chew gum and walk at the same time. I'm going like, you know, film a video and it's and my, edit it. Uh, it's my documentary. Oh that's yeah, fun. Black. I shot that. Yep. That's great. Little documentary. We won a film festival too. Oh yeah, that's right. It's fun. We're on our way to winning a lot of. Yeah, so I mean, I know you were talking. You were talking about um, earlier about, you know, when you're recording and when you're doing the video, that you've learned how to read people's lips, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that's that's something you don't hear every day. You know, you think about it, you're just like, oh, you know, these two actors, they're like 20 feet away from the camera. How does their voice sound so crisp and so clean? <laughs> I mean, Alec, Alec Baldwin, especially. I really think he got that voiceover thing down. Um, maybe that's a different... It's a, you're saying Alec Baldwin's name now. You know, it's a little different. <laughs> but uh, there's something... He just... He perfected that, that voiceover. You ever get into 30 Rock? Yeah, that's oh great. Oh my gosh, I'm just laughing. I think this show is too smart for people. You know what? So there's this one scene, and I don't know if you you know this, or this, it's when Tina Fey is sitting at the table mm-hmm. of this really high-end restaurant, white glove restaurant with the beeper guy. Yeah. And um, so then Alec Baldwin comes up, and he's like, oh, hi, you know, Tina, or whatever her name is on the thing. And he's there with a date, and he's like, he looks at the beeper guy and was what he's eating, and he's dressed up like in a tux or like in a super nice like thing. He's like, I didn't realize they serve chicken nuggets at this restaurant. <laughs> it's just like, like I don't know why that's funny, but it is. I'm just like, why is that funny? Um, but I feel like it's all in the tone and, and that whole thing. So when you're doing the the voice voiceover, when you're doing that. Um, so you film it, and then you have the the person voice over what they they did. Out. Oh. So we'll record them on camera, but we will have a, a boom mic, or they have lavalier mics on connected to their body. Majority of the best time, a lot of times, better use just a boom mic because mm. it just turns oh. the mic facing that person. Because these, you know, you can hear all this, you know, all their clothing and everything like rub up against it. So we uh, we'll record them and have a boom mic going as well. So then it's like, it's two files. So in the video, it got its own audio. And you got the actual louder audio. The one that you can hear straight through. You know, so it's not like, it sounds like it's a, in a, a wide room. Like it got a lot of reverb in it. Mm-hmm. Versus it just being a straight audio file. Me, like, me talking straight to the mic like that. And you'll see that on screen. That makes sense. And just learning that was like a whole, yeah. a whole year. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's still a learning thing because still a learning. lot of people move their lips faster than they actually talk. Seriously. Yeah. You will see their mouth go like, like skip a beat and there is words coming out though. So I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever, I mean, I know that, I mean, you guys are shooting this, you're bringing it back and you're editing. Have you ever... I mean, you've you experimented with some live streaming before. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Difficult. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Well, I just got into mobile podcasting, and so uh, mobile. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> riffing riffing off of Jerry Seinfeld's comedians and cars. You know, mm-hmm. but for me personally, like I think Jerry Seinfeld's great, but for me, I don't think there's anything funny about getting picked up in a really <laughs> nice car. 
<laughs> I think it'd be funnier to get picked up in a piece of shit <laughs> and drive around like, Honda the, like yeah. the worst part of town. Yeah. And just be like, yeah, what's up? You know? A yeah. hoopty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That'd be really fun. Yeah. So what I realized um, with live streaming is uh, you really need just crazy good internet. Otherwise, I mean, with the mobile thing, it's tough because you're like, you're moving around and like LTE is not going to cut it. <laughs> Unless you just record it. Have a camera with you, just record yeah, it. That's the way to do it. And then, you know, upload it to the internet. That's yeah. actually the best way to do it. Unless you got like a big ass satellite on your truck. <laughs> I doubt you riding around with a satellite. Oh, uh, no. I do have a C's candy sign on the top. But. Yeah, but see, if you got a satellite, then it's cool. Yeah. Uh, there was this uh, death metal band that um, came through a couple months ago, and uh, they're going by Tomb Juice. <laughs> and uh, they're bicyclists. What? Yeah, they ride bicycles, not like yeah. Can't knock the hustle. Yeah, so um, <laughs> I climb mountains. <laughs> that's way more fun. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't. I actually think that yeah, riding a bike is pretty dangerous now. Oh yeah. It's oh yeah. It's just a matter of time before you get hit. You know? Matt. <laughs> I've seen people get hit, and I'm like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's because they ride in the street, man. I know it's a bike lane, but it's like there is a very good thick ass sidewalk that they can hop on <laughs> and just drive and not have to worry about anything. But this California, they want everybody to feel equal. So now they ass in the street getting boom <laughs> get playing bumper cars. You know? It don't have to be that way. Because oh. I think a sidewalk that's too much logic. That's too much. That's, yeah. that's too easy. Yeah. <laughs> let's do the hard part. Let's let's go against the car. Let's show them how my helmet works. You know. Yeah. I see someone get busted, just like I'm like oh. disintegrated. Wow. It's like, I see it. You play like Grand Theft Auto? Wasted. 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 <laughs> Gosh. You know. But shout out to them. Though. That's good. They do. That. Yeah, I see. That's good shape. They in good shape. Yeah. Yeah. You know what they they seem like it. I you know. Never seen any of them in a bathing suit or anything, but um, man, <laughs> just kidding. I just joking. I don't know. I'm just messing with you. But um, they were talking about how there was somebody that they know that had been doing live streaming on a bike, and so they got some kind of crazy like it makes a hot spot look like nothing. Like it's some crazy thing they have on their backpack. What? Yeah, it's like a big satellite thing, and so they were able to do it, and where it was just like crisp. But um. So yeah, who would have known? Then you know you would would have gotten all that information from a band called Tomb Juice. You know? Tomb Juice. Yeah, but it's 2022. Everything's on the internet, so you yeah. can, it's all there. You can Google anything. Yeah. Yeah. So I know you you have a little clip here. Yeah. Um, yeah. you want to play it back? Yeah, it's my documentary Black Love. We shot this seven months ago. It actually said on there seven months ago. Oh wow. Yeah. And, That's um, so crazy to me. In Oakland. San Pablo, San Pablo. That was rich. That was Richmond. Oh yeah, yeah. Oakland, Richmond, and in Seattle. Oh, Seattle. Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh Cool. Yeah, I'll play it back here. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if um. Do you have any of this up, on, up online? It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Yeah, let me just let me play it back on the on the box here. Yeah, yeah it's on YouTube. 
Yeah. Black love. Oh yeah. You gotta type in real G. Real G. Real G. R E. R E. L L. Oh, oh, real. Okay, because that's a yeah. That's how you spell. Doral. That's cool. Oh, G. Real G. Yeah, so these Sony cameras that you have are just super crisp. Yeah. We're loving it. We're loving it. We just did a show recently and we used them. Um, we shot for ministry at the Warfield. No, that was Candace. Oh, that was Candace. That's right. Oh, wait a second. I think I've seen them. Did they play at... Um, they were did, great. Did they play at... Well, I can't think of it right now. I have to think. I just showed you the clips I got. Oh, it was out of control. That was my first time. Yeah. Really? Uh, it was the first time we ever shot there. Yeah, it was a uh, Stern Grove. Does that sound familiar? Did they play at Stern Grove? No, it was a Wind something. Winchester. There's something out here in San Francisco. Winchester. Yeah, they had a great show. It was it was it was great. I got some great shots. They're great performers. Yeah, the live. That it is right there. Is that you? Not at all. <laughs> you gotta type in R E L L space G Black Love documentary. Yeah, so. That Jameson got me. Yes. Rel G. Black Love. <laughs> there it is. One handed here. Documentary. Doc. Humanary. Right there. Season two. No, 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 no. The very first one. The first one. <laughs> yeah. Fun. So you said, when did you um, when did you shoot this? Seven months ago. Nice. That's this fresh. Just the interview about it. You clicked on the interview about it. Yeah. Oh, wow. You say you're not religious, yeah, but God it. has. Oh, this is the interview behind it. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. It, you, gotta, you, you clicked on the, you clicked on the first one. Yeah. Let me go that's back right. here. That's cool. You got your mask on. No, that's a, a pop filter. <laughs> oh, okay. What is that? Look at that. Yeah, it's a pop filter. That was hilarious. Well, it's blocking your whole face. Yeah, from that camera angle. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Slow down. Man, you gotta go to YouTube. You on Google. Yeah. So it's all right. It's all right. Oh, I guess I should have enough. What? Did you finish your uh, thesis? Thesis for the show. <sighs> for the documentary. A nice little little thing, yeah. So we're gonna go ahead and just play back a a nice uh, a track for you guys. Um, <laughs> I, I really need some Violent Vicky right now. This sounds great. Vi <laughs> Violent Vicky. <laughs> Violent Vicky. <laughs> oh, goth rock. Goth dark wave.
That is Violent Vicky. Got some filter records in the box. Lots of film and editing. And this is uh, Gumby's Junk. I love this song. This is my latest favorite song.
Justin, maybe stop. <laughs> wow. That was a great way to end the track. That is Gumby's Junk. She just came on a new record. Ah, so much fun. Can you imagine? I mean, that's a, you know, I remember the first time I saw that band named Gumby's Junk on a bill. I'm like, what kind of alpha male band is this? <laughs> Total femme band. I love it. It's great. And it's it's great. You're like, when you, have you ever seen Gumby's Junk? <laughs> no. It's got a double meaning. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, uh, I know you guys are working on so many projects. And, so uh, many. Drug dealing and killing coming soon. There it is. Everyone, everyone needs groceries. They got to pick it up somewhere. You know? Go get it. All over. Yeah. For me and you. I feel that way, man. I remember 2000, 2008, if you had pot, if you had a 10 bag or 10, you know, yeah. you would get a $800 fine. What? I had a call wee pot. Yeah, pot. Yeah. <laughs> or dope. Like according to the um, like generations. Yeah. <laughs> pot, son. Yeah. You better get this. You know that's how it's down. Yeah. I remember telling my parents, you know, because I'm the candy man. Candy man. And um, I'm like, well, Stay with it being the candy man, that can mean a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> well, in this it case, can. it can. In this case, it, it means mean, that. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a really, lot of things, bro. Awesome. I can't today. It's really fun. Yeah. What a ball. It's in bag with some LaCroix in the, the box with Sophia and Rel. We're going to be uh, playing back this track, getting geared up for a weekend here. We have a comedy battle after the show. Uh. Pamtastic sitting out there getting ready to gear it up here. Um, the Quilters band, local band, they're going to be playing at the Independent tonight. If you're looking for something to do, it's also right next to Emporium. Mm -hmm. Get your arcade game on and then go to the Independent. Jameson. Hell yeah. Jameson. Yeah. I don't even drink, bro. Well, there was somebody that I always had a beard. He just walked in without a beard. I didn't even recognize him. Yeah, this guy used to be super Sasquatch, and now he just walked in all clean Brad Pitt style. It's okay. Yeah, so I wanted to I wanted to play this track back, and yeah, and then we'll close it out with another song. It's been really fun having you guys. So I wanted to talk about this documentary that you you filmed a little bit before we play it back. I see right here from the beginning that you got a lot of art and. So you, you shot this last year? Yeah, in the summertime. Summertime, yeah. It's almost summertime. It's almost summertime. <laughs> I can't wait. I feel it. <laughs> feel that sun. All right, yeah, so yeah, so this yeah. is a, a Black Love documentary here. Yeah, Black Love. Black Love. And uh, we're going to be playing this back. We'll post it too later on uh, social media. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Drop the needle at the drop of a nickel. I never change, only grew. Sometimes investors be fickle. So if I ever cut you off, just know that I'm into a complex mind. Can't be understood by the simple. How you feel seeing your son with my knee on his toe? How you feel seeing your son with my knee on his toe? How you feel seeing your son with my knee on his toe? How you feel seeing your son with my knee on his toe? How y'all doing? All right, pretty good. So what does black love mean to y'all? 
you know 2021 <laughs> but yes i'm from richmond california uh female rapper barber extraordinaire you know i do i wear a lot of hats you know schmackle tuesday all the above uh i mean what can i say i'm a mother i'm a daughter a little bit of everything you know i'm into the music industry i've been rapping for quite some time i have your attention for a minute i ain't never been to the guinea but i might end up in the guinness as the greatest female all-american player since tennis because i'm racking up my dough making service out of these niggas been a long time coming since they pulled me out the hand but hot as hell bitch and call me sam Cook. yeah bitch i'm that raw bad bitch wolf need a backyard killing all these bitches i ain't even hit the half mark uh, black love i mean it could it could mean a lot of different things but the first thing that comes to my mind is um black people loving each other you know from all aspects um in different relationships not just you know um from lovers but also from you know mothers fathers daughters sons brothers sister that's all inclusive comfortability being able to go anywhere you know especially like you say where blacks are minorities then when you see that black person you feel that love you want to go and talk to them see what they about what's up you know Most definitely. i think it's comfortability that's what i'm going Talk some love. You want somebody to respect you first. Most definitely. Respect yeah. me first. Give me that love shit later because anybody can love. It's yep. easy. It's real. Respecting and trusting somebody is something totally different. You killed Thanos? I killed Thanos. No, you didn't. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you didn't. No, you can't go up there. It's too high up. It's too high. It's too, I don't want you to hurt yourself. Okay? Come get on this. Look, look. Come get on this Messiah. You okay? Look. It's too high. It's too high? Are you in this bathroom? We are. How they gonna be like they can't get in the street? No, we can't. 
then we record on this. Killing each other, killed my daddy 33, left my uncle with no brother. Black look. Nah, I just remember me and my brother being like, especially when when he got away, like my brother got shot. I was like probably the closest that we have been since um, since we were kids. My um, the middle child. Got shot in 2022 as well. Got shot six times, eight wounds. And um, when when he uh, when that happened to him, I was the person who took care of him. Um, picked him up from the hospital, and uh, I couldn't barely walk, couldn't do anything for himself. I had to do everything for him, cook, clean, all that, everything you could imagine. And um, and during that time, he didn't have his phone, so um, he couldn't do anything but talk to me. That was so we stayed up all night <laughs> like we was kids and uh, we just sat and we just um, <sighs> we just sat and we just talked for hours you know about everything about life and it was like for the first time, I felt like I had been talking to him like I hadn't talked to him in a long time. You know, I felt like it was because, you know, with music, things change relationships. Music changes relationships um, because people become so serious about their business. They forget about the personal the personal um, attributes of family and, you know, really connecting and not just connecting in a way of like, oh, how are you doing? It's more so like, how are you doing? Like, what's right happening? now, you don't know that I'm feeling like I'm losing. I lost an uncle, I'm losing a, a nephew, I lost a, a cousin. Uh, we're going through this, this whole Richmond situation right now. It's a lot of stuff being lost. And then you come in and you like, probably got like a part of my heart, because I still got feelings for you. And now you just made it just seem like just take it all the way and just throw it to the garbage and like, don't show no respect. Just like, it's all out the dough. Boom, I don't care. We ain't together. Boom. But it's like, How you feel seeing your son with my knee on his throat? How you feel seeing your son with my knee on his throat? How you feel seeing your son with my knee on his throat? How you feel seeing your son with my knee on his throat? How you feel seeing your son with my knee on his throat? How you feel seeing your son with
Black love, I know how you feel whenever I step outside. I treat life like a drill. Society labeled me a misfit because of my skin. We just want to win. They're lucky we not seeking revenge. It's to the end with me. Guarantee they still won't get it. It's like I'm talking to myself because they still don't listen. Talk to my sons on FaceTime and I miss them so much that I hate crying. This shit be really fucking me up. Make America great again. That's the bullshit they saying. I don't trust a politician because they really be playing like love. You know I need you and I really be praying. Black love, let's come together, take a stand. For our people, how this the land of the free, they don't consider what's equal. Till it's a pistol in my hand, show you the feeling is mutual. Black love, it don't exist, cause we killing each other. Kill my daddy, 33, left my uncle with no brother. Black love, I'm paranoid, so I smoke all these drugs. I was told better, tough enough, the world ain't show me no love. Black love, I'm poetic when I'm writing these poems. I ain't know how to lose it all, start writing these songs. Black love, and Black Lives Matter, and they take us for jokes. How you feel seeing your son with my knee on his throat? Black love, I cry to God and I pray that you hear me. If it ain't positivity, please keep them from near me. Black love. How you feel? You're with my knee on the stone. It was a really uh, touching clip there. I'll make sure to uh, to share that um, on uh, social media. And um, yeah, I mean the the videos feel like without the video, you kind of need the the video. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's such a great question to go up and ask people. Like, what does this mean to you? You know, and get everyone's reaction. That's like, like what I was just talking about success. Everybody got different versions, you know. And then, like, just love in general. Like, you know, love would be something different in like, everybody's eyes. You know, some feel like if it's you giving them money, that's love. You love them. Or if you just being by their side doing bad times, that's love. You know. Or if you just answer the phone when they call you, that's love. You know. Is there everybody got a different definition? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Love means something different to everyone, huh? Yeah. Success means something different to everyone. I, I like how you said success. Success. I got three S's. Success. success. I don't know. For me, <laughs> I don't even like to use the term money because mm-hmm. it has this ego attached to it. But I'm a big fan of dough, you know. Yeah, hell, hell yeah. And you give a baker some some dough that just makes some more bread. And for you guys, you just you make you know. We can put you on a song. Yeah, really, huh? <laughs> JW Blunt the Candyman. Huh? Yeah, Blunt the Candyman. You're gonna bake us some more dough. He gonna make some. I'll make the music video. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I um. Brady gonna make some dough. It's been so fun having you guys on the show. Yeah. I'm really excited to see what you guys are doing and um. I mean, I know you're in the Bay, right. so we're all really close. I wanted to play one of these, um, one of these tracks, mm-hmm. um, one of your tracks here. One life to live. Yes, sir. This is Rel, or is it Rel J or G? Yeah, Rel, Rel G. G. Rel G. Here in the box here with Sophia, Rel G. Play back some films. Yeah, I just, uh, and this semester I'll be done with his, I'll, I want to shoot his uh, first music video for him. Nice. That's fun. Yeah. Great. All right. We're going to play this track back. In your radio FM. I just had sex and I wrote wrote this song. It's real. Real. 
Every day I wake up, tell myself in life I gotta win. Head in the clouds, I say God forgive me for my sins. I can make it bounce, new dog with the juicy gene. One life to live, then you die, then we live again. Every day I wake up, tell myself in life I gotta win. Head in the clouds, I say God forgive me for my sins. I, I can make it bounce, new dog with the juicy gene. One life to live, then you die, then we live again. Like, like, Let's camera get. action got me smiling in my pictures now. House in the hills and I didn't take the scene around. Too much faith in God. To believe in doubt, no time to waste Marathon, I gotta find my place This my Paw Patrol, I'm a leader And they call me okay. performing all over Everybody starting to know my okay. face Running red lights, lights, like I only believe in breaks If they do it more than once, it's a habit, not a mistake But bulletproof my mental I feel like I'm Charles Xavier, proof is in the pudding And I'm your girl, favorite flavor One life to live, after that, I'ma see you later You ain't helped me when I was down I'm not doing favors, this gon' make them down Like they riding the six foot Got a blowing on my couch, just like a six foot In the West Coast, out here living And I'm in the Bay, smoking on the best weed This is where the earth shakes La Prieta, San Andreas, the first to feel the earthquakes Been that way since my birthday Know you feel me? Put this on a mixtape Had to be alone to get my life straight Everything coming due time, just enjoy the ride My whole life in the gamble Had to roll the dice, became a man Without a father, I had no advice Things change when you really focus on yourself Can't depend on nobody, do it all yourself. I'm here to give a motivation of my dedication. Always trust the process and control your patience. You don't think I talk to beats cause I create the buzz. I done broke so many hearts, feel like I hate love. What you said, boy? You don't think I talk to beats cause I create the buzz. Ain't I ready? It's right. Feel like I hate it. Every day I wake up, tell myself in life I gotta win. Head in the clouds, I say God forgive me for my sins. I, I can make it bounce, new dog with the juicy gene. One life to live, then you die, then we live again. Every day I wake up, tell myself in life I gotta win. Head in the clouds, I say God forgive me for my sins. I, I can make it bounce, new dog with the juicy gene. One life to live, then you die, then we live again. Let's get. special that's great it's the shirt wow so we are winding down to the end of the show here and um yeah <laughs> and um we got an exciting week ahead of us Hey, this is a local band. This is Sunk. This is a local band yeah. called Sunk, yeah. It's my candy band theme. Real <laughs> G. Alright. Everyone out there listening in. We are a member supported radio station. Hanging on here by a shoestring, so holler with a dollar. We'll catch you next week. Stay tuned for... Oh, yeah, here we go. We'll just freestyle it. Comedy battle coming your way. I'm in the bay. San Francisco. 
to go to state, but I've been a warrior. <laughs> Stay on my ground like I'm a skateboard. <gasps> Only one sale away from the Shopify 1000 Club. Oh Is that a thing? Wow, Mom. Have a cookie. I'll take one. <laughs> Dad. These are delicious. You need to sell them. Mm-hmm, you should. Mom. No, seriously. Let's set you up on Shopify. It's easy. I always knew you build your own business. Guys. Yum. Yum. When you're ready to bring your idea to life.
Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-face McRat. <laughs> International banking, diplomatic cables, nuclear missile launch codes all rely on unbreakable encryption. What if these codes were no longer secure? That nightmare scenario seems to be a reality. A shadowy underworld syndicate is auctioning off access to the world's encrypted secrets. The only plausible explanation for this ability? Someone has achieved the holy grail of code-breaking quantum computing. Veteran CIA agent John Clooney must track down the perpetrators and retrieve this technology for the U.S. government, and it's personal, as the Enigma brokers have already cost the lives of his fellow agents, perhaps including his partner. John Wessex's The Enigma Brokers is the first book of the John Clooney thrillers. Get it on Amazon. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! $4.99. I was just leaving the theater. <laughs> 1969 gold Cadillac with the white interior that drove it up here. And I started to do some thinking. Around in it on the freeway and having a really, really good time. Flat black glass. Smoking big spliffs and cruising. Saturday noon to two. On the freeway. Good to see you. I told you. Can I see Clooney's friend and ally become a dangerous enemy? 
Private investigator Anton Gruber has been CIA agent John Clooney's trusted aide. Clooney may have questioned Gruber's taste in cuisine, but never his loyalty, until Gruber double-crossed him. Escaping with his life, Clooney is sidelined while his superior attempts to discover how Gruber was compromised. The investigation delves into Gruber's astonishing past, from his unpleasant days as an East German border guard to life as a narcotics agent, from his time in the tango clubs of Buenos Aires to a trip up the Amazon in search of Nazi gold. John Wessex's The Prague Deception is the third book of the John Clooney thrillers. Get it on Amazon. Hey, Mutineers Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz, Latin, gospel, hip-hop, and traditional folk ballads. Great stuff. Check it out. Labor and Love is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Serve somebody. Meals on Wheels is dedicated to fostering independent living for San Francisco seniors by providing hot, nutritious meals delivered to their homes. They're committed to fostering independent living for as long as possible. For more information, please call Meals on Wheels at 415-920-1111. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. Are you looking for local handcrafted leather goods? Look no further than Skin on Skins, a local mission leather working shop. All original pieces handcrafted for you. Jackets, belts, purses, jewelry, everything made out of leather. You need your bicycle seat fixed? You want it in cool leather? Under can do it. You have a motorcycle that you want to fit out with side bags and cool stuff talk to under go to skinonskins.com that's s-k-i-n-o-n-s-k-i-n-s.com you just went to Folsom Street Fair and you don't have enough leather go see under everything is handcrafted and understated quality fine leather handcrafted goods for all of your needs he also does fixes maybe you love that jacket he'll put the zipper back in Talk to Under at SkinOnSkins.com at 20th and Mission. Check them out at SkinOnSkins.com. Volunteer for the San Francisco Food Bank. The San Francisco Food Bank release on volunteers like you to help sort, package, and distribute healthy food to people in need in San Francisco. Each year, over 22,000 people contribute thousands of hours to fighting hunger in our community. This support will enable the SF Food Bank to distribute 43.5 million pounds of food this year. 
enough for 93.2,000. So I can't even see no more. I'm calling my black woman a bitch. I'm calling my people all kinds of things that they not. I'm lost, brother. Can you help me? Can you help me, brother? 